Hello everybody, welcome back to NBA Chats. I'm your host, Joe, and today we're going to be going over my list of the rankings of every team's starting point guard. I'm going to go through each position. We're going to rank each starter from each position from each team over the next few episodes. I think it'll be fun. I've never done something like this intense before. Um, there's a lot that I think can definitely be switched and can definitely be argued over, and I don't think that my opinion is necessarily the right opinion um, or is necessarily the best opinion or whatever. So um, if I rank someone above someone who you think's better than them, that's totally fair. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to call out anyone. I'm not trying to say that someone's worse than the other person. Um I'm mostly just doing it for fun. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I think it should be entertaining. And let's jump into the point guards. Uh, I guess let's start from the bottom. I was going to start from the top, but it makes more sense to start from the bottom. Uh, Because there's not much to talk about at the bottom. As we get up to the top, it's usually a little more to talk about. Um, At 30th in the league, I have the Pistons starting point guard, Corey Joseph. Um, there's not too much to say about him. Uh, Corey Joe's not the worst NBA player out there. None of none of these guys are terrible. I'll just throw that out there right now. None of the guys that are ranked pretty low on my lists are terrible. Like the point guard position is super deep. I would say almost all of the starting point guards deserve <laughs> deserve to be starting point guards for the most part. Um, it's just a matter of how deep it is, how many good players there are at that position. Corey Joseph just ended up falling to the end of the list. At 29, we got the Washington Wizards, Raul Nato. Raul Nato, is that how you pronounce it? I think so. Um, He's had some pretty good games over the last couple days. Um, Also, I'm taking injuries into account, so there will be a couple people in here that you're like, why Why are they here? is because their actual normal starting point guard is out with injury, and so it's whoever's taking over for them. And I don't know. I think Rolnado is actually their technically starting point guard now that they don't have Spencer Dinwiddie. So I think even though Bradley Beal's injured him, whatever, Bradley Beal's a shooting guard. So, But I also didn't rank him in my shooting guard list um, because he's injured. So, Um... Yeah, 28, we got Alec Burks. Alec Burks is a good scoring option. He's not been terrible for the Knicks. Um, not really much to say about him either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At 27, we have Reggie Jackson. And now, Reggie Jackson is by no means a bad player. He's had some great games in the past couple of years for the Clippers. Um, uh, he's just fallen beneath some other people who I think are better than him um, that are right above him. So 27th is the official ranking for Reggie Jackson. Let's move on to 26th, which is Patrick Beverly of the Minnesota Timberwolves. And Pat Bevelance just above Reggie Jackson because of his defensive intensity and how I feel like he's one of the main reasons uh, Minnesota is one of the better defensive teams in the league and that they had such a drastic change from last season. Um, is because of Patrick Beverly, I think, on the defensive end at least. 
gotta love Pat Bev. Or or gotta hate him. <laughs> one or the other. 25, we got Kevin Porter Jr. He put up 50 points like last season or two seasons ago. I don't remember when that was. I think that was last season. Um, and he's a fantastic player. He's just got to get more consistent. That's my only real gripe with him. Little, my real criticism for him is just he's just got to get more consistent. That's totally okay. He's still pretty young. He's like 23. I think he's 23, something like that, 22 maybe. Um, don't quote me on that though. Uh, but yeah, he's still pretty young. He's still got time to find that consistency. That's kind of what it's all about anyways. Um, when you're younger is finding that consistency. So even though he's not even top 20, technically he, he will definitely get there. I think in the future, he's a very promising young player there at number 24. We got Tyrese Maxey. Uh, similar similar things to Kevin Porter Jr. Tyrese Maxey is a great player um, and uh, super young, even younger than him. So we'll see what comes of Tyrese Maxey. Uh, seems like the Sixers have some pretty big hopes in him, so we'll see how that pans out. At number 23, we have Russell Westbrook. And I wanted to rank him higher. To be honest, I wanted to rank him higher, but... This season has just been not good. It's just not been good. And maybe he's better than a couple of the people above him. Um, I don't think he is. Like, this season is just... And he's still been okay, but he's not... He's not Russell Westbrook that we've known before. Um, like, I just saw, like, he's... The first time he's been under an 80 overall since his rookie season in NBA 2K. Recently. Went down to a 79, so that's pretty crazy. And uh, I hope this isn't the end of Russell Westbrook's career. I hope he can revive it for at least a year or two more or, like, even half a year somewhere else because it sounds like uh, they're going to part ways um, when they when they can, I heard recently, although that might have just been a rumor. Who knows? At 22, we got Kyle Lowry. Now, Kyle Lowry is actually fantastic player. I love Kyle Lowry. He was, he's got to be one of the top Raptors of all time for sure. If not number one, depending on who you ask. Um, great player. He's just not putting up the stats that he typically has this season, but he's still been great on defense and the heater. Fantastic. So, um, I also wanted to rank Kyle Lowry higher, but I just couldn't put him over anyone that was above him, except maybe, one of them, but he was kind of a little bit of a little bit of a biased pick. So we'll talk about him in a minute. At 21, we have Cole Anthony. I love me some Cole Anthony, a great young player over there in Orlando. Um, he's definitely shown some great potential. Um, scoring option this is what his second year in the league. He's been pretty inconsistent, but exact same thing with Kevin Porter Jr. Just got to be more consistent. Um, and the reasons he's a couple positions above KPJ is because he has been slightly more consistent than uh, his counters. Houston Rocket counterpart has been. Um, so Cole Anthony goes in at 21. And at 20, you could totally switch this around. And you could actually probably move him up a couple more positions. But uh, here at 20, I got Io DeSumo. 
Um, and that is the bias I was talking about there. He's one of my favorite players in the league this season. He's just been killing it. Um, without Lonzo Ball, the Chicago Bulls have still been pretty respectable, pretty dang good without him. And that is due in no small part to Ayodesumu, the undrafted rookie. Was he undrafted? No, I think he was just second round. I think he was a second round pick. He was like 30-something, right? I'm actually going to search that right now. Ayo Sumu uh, draft pick. Uh, my thing is on. There we go. Pick 38. Yeah, he was a second round pick. I was right. I don't know why I thought he was undrafted for a second there. I knew he wasn't. But anyways, Ayo is absolutely fantastic. Love him. One of my favorite rookies. Actually, probably my favorite rookie. Uh, I'm not even a Bulls fan. So shout out to Ayo. Um, top 20 point guard. Although, it's definitely debatable for most people. I feel like it might have been very strong bias pushing him up there, but who knows. At number 19, I got Mike Conley of the Utah Jazz. And the only reason I put him here is because he hasn't been having a fantastic season. Not like his all-star season last season, or debatably all-star season last season. Um... But I put him here because he was an all-star last season, and the Jazz are just fantastic. Um, for the most part, they had a couple downsides. But when Rudy's been there, they've been absolutely killing it. So um, Mike Conley gets the boost from his teammates, I feel like, a little bit there. But he's still a great, great player. I love Mike Conley. At number 18, we've got Malcolm Brogdon. Um, now, that felt really low to put him. But I just haven't seen much of him. I haven't heard much about him this season. You never really hear much about Malcolm Brogdon because he's in Indiana, and he's also just kind of that pretty underrated character, character player. Uh, let's see here. I searched up his stats here. Um, he's been averaging 18.5 points. 5.8 assists, 5.1 rebounds on 45% from the field, and 32% from three. So he's been not his usual self from three. Um, he's just been under the radar totally for me, and uh, that's why he is at 18. Um, he could probably be higher for those of you that want to slide him higher because he's still a great player, and I'd would not argue with you if you wanted to put him over the next couple people, but I got him at 18. At number 17, I got Monte Morris. Um, and that might also be a little bit of bias because I am a Nuggets, uh, Nuggets fan. However, um, he is a, a pretty big part as to why we've gone on this recent win streak here. Um, uh, and he's just been stepping it up this season uh, in place of Jamal Murray, so... I figured he deserves the spot there at 17, even though, you know, most of the Denver Nuggets are kind of meh without Jokic. <laughs> kind of bad without Jokic for most of the season. Um, but I think there are a few there that definitely deserve to be ranked uh, where they are. And I think Monte Morris is in a good spot there at 17. At number 16, we have Marcus Smart. Now, Mark Smart has been on a pretty pretty good run here recently. Might have ended a few 
weeks ago or a few days ago. But uh, for a while there, he was playing out of his mind and like averaging 20 something. And yeah, Marcus Smart, great on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, though more the defensive end than the offensive end. But when he is on, he can play pretty well on both sides of the ball. Um, like I like Marcus Smart. He's a good, he's a good player over there. At number 15, this could be a very debatable uh, point here, but for me personally, I have Anthony Simons here at number 15. He has been absolutely balling in the absence of Damian Lillard. He went on like a huge scoring tear, like crazy numbers, uh, and just a, he knows how to step it up. He learned from two great guys in C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. Uh, to be teaching him, so uh, he's showing he's showing what he learned, and he's showing out. Um, yeah, he could definitely be an all star in the next couple seasons for sure if he keeps it up like this. Even when Dame comes back, that's the only issue. Is hopefully he can continue to play like this at a elite level when Dame comes back. And let's actually see. Let's see, Anthony Simons. He's 6'4", so he could actually probably run a little bit of shooting yard um, when Dame comes back. If not, be their starting shooting yard, which is the only thing I was worried about uh, when Dame does come back. But I think he could definitely play shooting guard and uh, would be pretty good at it too. Uh, next up, we got number 14, De'Aaron Fox. This feels terribly low. Like I hated ranking him here because he's one of my favorite players in the league. But he just hasn't had a good season this season. He has not been his usual self. Now, the past few weeks, ever since uh, Sabonis has gotten there, he's scored 20 in almost every game and like started to return to his old form. But he's still not there yet, and it's just oh, it's been rough this season. And then he was recently in a scandal for some uh, some NFT thing or cryptocurrency thing, uh, which is unfortunate and i'm hoping for his sake and for my sake uh liking him as a player that it wasn't all his fault and that hopefully he can figure something out because he seems like a really cool dude so yeah but 14 oh it felt so low but it just had to be done because of how everyone else has been playing this season compared to how he's been playing this season so he had to slide down quite a few spots he easily would have been top 10 last season for sure maybe even top six Maybe. That's a maybe, though. Because the top ten have been playing out of their minds this season. Next up at 13, this is an interesting one because it is actually two point guards uh, here. And it's for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, you guys probably know exactly what I'm talking about. Since Kyrie Irving only plays away games, uh, I ranked him slash Goran Dragic at, or Dragic. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's probably Dragic. I have always said Drogics, or Drogic for some reason. I don't know why. Um, yeah, he's Kyrie's been great when he plays, but he doesn't play often enough um, for him to be ranked any higher. And Goran Drogic, even though he's a pretty good player, and he's been having some all right minutes off the bench for the Nets, or has. Yeah, has he even been starting? Did I really, like, not? I think this is the one team I might not have actually checked. 
because I was going through like the depth charts on ESPN to find out everything. What am I looking for? Brooklyn Nets. We're going to go to depth chart here. It is Goran Dragic technically because it has depth chart here. So I have been going off of all the ESPN depth, depth charts. So if you have some arguments with who I have here starting for your team, uh, take it up with ESPN, not with me. But uh, depth chart, it has Ben Simmons as the starter, but he's out, obviously. Then it has second, which is Kyrie Irving, and he's out. So third option is Goran Dragic. He's healthy. So Goran is technically their starting point guard, although I'm pretty sure he's come off the bench the past couple games. I don't know. I could be wrong. That's just me looking at the box score because I haven't watched any Nets games in the past week or the past couple weeks because of how bad they've been. But, uh, yeah, Goran brings that uh, total down. Um, and But Kyrie luckily brings him up enough to be top 13 still. So. Kyrie slash Goran is there at number 13. At number 12, we got Drew Holiday, one of my favorite players in the league also. Definitely very underrated. He should have got the all-star spot over Chris Middleton, in my opinion. If the Bucks are going to get two all-stars, it should have been Drew Holiday and not uh, Chris Middleton. But that's just my opinion. Uh, Drew has been great for the Bucks. Obviously, they made a championship run, won the championship last season with him there, so... He's got to be great for him, you know. But I uh, wanted to vote him, or wanted to rank him higher, but everyone above him deserves to be there. So he slides in at the 12th slot. At number 11, we have Shea Gilgis Alexander. I also really wanted to rank him higher, but he was out for a while with injury and stuff. Um, and he's just a super under the radar dude. He's kind of hasn't been shooting great this season, but other. Than that, he's been killing it. He's had like a bunch of thirty games since thirty point games since he came back the other day from injury. So Shea just barely missing out on the top ten, and mostly just because of injury. All right, let's enter the top ten. Let's go. All right, so at number ten we have C.J. McCollum of the New Orleans Pelicans. C.J. has been absolutely dogging it ever since he got to New Orleans. He was averaging like. I saw a stat. It was like 28, 7, and 7. or some, it was Something like that. That doesn't sound right, but it was something like that. That was just like, since joining the Pelicans, it's just been crazy. He's been great. Um, and I've always loved CJ, so it's been great to see him balling out. Technically, I know a lot of you think of him as a shooting guard, but technically, according to ESPN's depth chart, he is their point guard right now because Brandon Ingram's their shooting guard. And Herbert Jones is their powerful or their small forward. And then Jackson Hayes is their power forward. And Valentinus is their center. So according to ESPN, uh, CJ has been starting at the point guard position, which I wouldn't be too surprised about. He's never been a very tall <laughs> shooting guard. That doesn't make sense, but you know what I mean. Um, so CJ is ranked on the point guard uh, list. The shooting guard list is definitely not as de as deep as the point guard list, so he probably would have made the top seven, top eight on the shooting guard list, but he still makes the top ten on point guard list just because of how fantastic he's been. Uh, and he was even playing almost all-star caliber up in Portland before he got injured. So, yeah, get on, get on CJ. At number nine, we got LaMelo Ball. Uh, LaMelo, the all-star this season. The next few were ranked here because not only they were all-stars, but 
that was a major part of it. I wanted to put a couple people above them. I was like, that doesn't make sense. They were all-stars, and they've been playing out of their minds this season. So, LaMelo Ball is here at number nine. Uh, great, great player there, a great young player. And I like to see where he's going to go. Uh, don't have much else to say about that. Hornets are kind of underwhelming after their decent start. At number eight, we got DeJounte Murray, which has, he has turned into one of my top, like, ten favorite players in the league this season. He's just been absolutely killing it, dropping triple-double after triple-double, showing out in the All-Star game with a couple nice dunks. You know, I love me some DeJounte Murray now, but I don't watch a lot of Spurs, so for that reason, he's in at number eight. Um, and number seven is Dar- Derek. Woo. At number seven is Darius Garland. I kind of combined his first and last name there for a minute. Uh, Darius Garland, all-star. Fantastic season he's had here. Uh, and actually the only reason I put DeJounte Murray and LaMelo Ball below him is because he was not an all-star replacement. He was a legitimate all-star. And then DeJounte Murray and LaMelo Ball were both all-star replacements. So that was kind of where I got a little nitpicky with it there. So Darius is above those two, but he has been having a stellar season over in Cleveland. Definitely deserving of the number seven spot out of point guards this season. Great, great season. And number six, we got Fred Van Vliet, all-star, one of my favorite players in the league again. I have a lot of favorite players in the league now that I think about it. <laughs> but Freddie has been just absolutely killing it. He's been averaging like the most minutes per game this season um, out of anyone in the entire league. So... I'm pretty sure it was number one, at least for a while, if it's not right now. But he sat out the past couple games for rest for the most part. Um, I know that only because he's on my fantasy team. But, uh, yeah, absolutely killing it up there. Fred Van Vliet, undrafted to all-star. Let's go, Freddie. At number five, we got Chris Paul. Chris Paul is, again, another one of my favorite players in the league. I just keep saying that. Dude, I think that's going to happen for, like, all the top tens of every position. Just like, that's my favorite player. That's my favorite player. Um, CP is just absolutely fantastic. I was actually watching uh, JJ Reddick's podcast, The Old Man and the Three, uh, with their recent interview with Chris Paul, and that was really fun to watch. That was really interesting uh, to get a cool insight on him and on how he sees the game and stuff. That was super cool. I recommend you go listen to it if you haven't. Um, but, uh, yeah, Chris Paul in at five, um, probably potentially in the MVP race, but, uh, only cause the Suns are the number one seed and they, they gotta have someone in there somewhere, right? Chris Paul or Devin Booker, although Chris Paul's actually just got injured. So he technically should be on this list if I was keeping to my word. I ranked, uh, I ranked him on here before I realized he was injured, and I was like, crap. And then Devin Booker just went out with something the other night. I think just, it was rest. I don't know, was it rest? No, there was like some little, like, day-to-day thing that happened the other night with Devin Booker, but he was, like, sitting out to yesterday's game or tonight's game or whatever their most recent game was. Uh, Yeah. At number four, we got Trey... Young Ice Trey, <laughs> one of my favorite players in the league, believe it or not. Um, Trey Young has been killing it down in 
Atlanta as he always has the past couple of seasons. Um, but they're just not to the extent that they were last season. Sorry about that weird breathing. That's me trying to clean my glasses because I just put a couple fingerprints on them. So don't mind me just using my dragon breath over here. Um, Trey, yeah, just a killer, killer player. Love him. But uh, hasn't been able to carry his Hawks to anywhere near where they ended up last season, which is unfortunate to see. But I'm sure they'll be back soon. They've dealt with injury and protocols and all that sort of stuff this season. So I'm not too terribly concerned about their future at all. Um, yeah. All right. Number three is Ja Morant. MVP candidate. I actually wanted to put him over Luka Doncic, who's number two, but um, I don't know. I felt like Luka was just, just, I don't know, slightly better just because of his recent play. But um, that is a super, super up for grabs. Like, I could totally see Ja Morant being number two and would not care at all. Um, but Ja just dropped 50. First player in Grizzlies history to drop a 50-piece. Absolutely fantastic. Dude has been killing it. Um, yeah. And I he was one of my favorite players before he got drafted. So I am super pumped that he's been playing this well. It's just like, that's my guy out there. Ja's probably one of my top three favorite players in the league right now. So <laughs> I know I've said that about everyone, but legitimately he's one of the top three all right we only have a couple minutes left so i gotta hurry up but we only have two players so we're probably good i just dropped something anyways at number two like i said we got luka Doncic, just been killing it killing it recently just absolute phenomenon dude like luka is just luka magic is just so so fun to watch such a cool player such a like you wouldn't expect him to be able to do the things that he does, and he does them so well. And uh, the Mavericks are still the five seed, regardless of Denver going on a six-game win streak. So that just goes to show you how good he's playing. Um, led that uh, fourth-quarter comeback against the Warriors the other night, uh, came back from 19-point deficit, uh, help from Spencer Dinwiddie, which was actually really cool to see. Hopefully Spencer Dinwiddie steps up his play because he wasn't doing great over there in Washington, but I think it was part of his injury. So seems like he's feeling better. So that's really cool to see also, but we're talking about Luca right now. So that doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Luca magic, man. Fun to see, fun to see. And number one, isn't it obvious by now? Stefan freaking Curry, dude, Steph Curry. Right now, I'd probably put him at number four in the MVP race just because of his awful slump there for a minute. But, man, that All-Star game. I know a lot of people say that the NBA All-Star game isn't entertaining or whatever, but to me, that it was like peak entertainment. Like I was just jumping out of my seat when Steph just hit three after three after three, and I wanted him to freaking pass Anthony Davis's uh, All-Star scoring record so bad. Like... Uh, so bad, man. But just kept missing, and then, but it, honestly, it was poetic for LeBron to have that last game-winning shot. So I don't blame him all. Um, yeah, Steph, Chef, Curry, fantastic player. 
one of my favorite players in the league, if you can believe it. Um, I should make a list sometime and see where all these players actually land. Um, yeah, that's my point guards list. I hope you enjoyed. Um, if there's things that you disagree with, I don't honestly don't blame you at all. Um, there are some things that I could potentially disagree with uh, in like a week uh, with myself. So um, that's just my opinion. Totally, totally uh, up in the air, though. Um, could go a thousand different ways. So, although the top, the top five are not quite as fluid, I would say. I think you could switch Luca and Ja. You could potentially slide Trey up a couple spots or Chris Paul up a spot or two. Um, but for the most part, those guys are all set in stone in the top five. Anyways, guys, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you guys had a blast just like I did. And I have uh, 50 seconds left, so I'll see you guys in the next episode where we talk about shooting guards. Woo!